I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. We also have Angela Salyers, who is a licensed professional counselor, and the three of us together make up Whole Whole Life Vitality. Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back. Welcome. Today, we are so excited to talk about something very seasonally appropriate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to talk about fear. 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 Oh my goodness. There are so many things to be afraid of. (laughs) And I think around this season, everyone like really tries to do the whole like spooky, scary thing, which I am so not into. Me either. Um, I'm not, I'm not hardcore anti-Halloween. I'm just hardcore anti-being scared. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't. I don't like being what scared. Is that, what is that saying? It's just not my thing. It's not I've my thing. I've never been into That's it. Right. That's right. That's um, right. Haunted houses, not my thing. I have done them. Um, what That movie, The Sixth Sense. Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah. Okay. I'm 40. Yes, it gave me nightmares that. for a week. And mm-hmm. then like years after that, anytime somebody would flush the toilet at one end of the house and the water would run cold, I'm like throwing the shower curtain back. And I'm like, What's, where's the ghost? What's happening? Uh, are we at the age ah. that there are some listeners that don't know what we're talking about with that movie? Or is Maybe. that still like a know. cult classic? I don't know. We, we need to know. Have you seen, how, do you know what, what six, the sixth sense is? Mm-hmm. And have you seen it? And did it freak you out? It totally freaked I, me out. I don't like, I don't like being scared. Mm-mm. I don't know. Like being scared. Uh, but scary things happen every day. Every day. And what's ironic is... You most people enjoy watching, you know, fear-based yeah. entertainment, mm-hmm. but they have anxiety, and that freaks them out. Mm. Okay, <laughs> my daughter very into murder mysteries, yeah. loves them, right? Very into them, and she she's a teenager. She reads the the YA, so they're not even super intense, right? Yeah. But then she came out to me one night, and she's like, "Mom." I'm just having such a hard time. Like my anxiety is just really high. And I'm like, stop reading murder mysteries at bedtime. <laughs> stop doing that. Maybe just like read them during the day. Yeah. Not as you're trying to go to sleep. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really not, that's no. not good. Not good. I'm afraid someone's going to break into our house. Well, maybe stop filling your brain with that. <laughs> right before you're supposed to rest. <laughs> yes. Yes. So fear. Fear. Um, okay. So, um, I, if you know my past, uh, I had anxiety disorder, um, dealt with it for uh, too long, too, too long. I mean, well over five years, mm. um, that the actual disorder I yeah. suffered from. And so many people <laughs> don't understand the difference between healed and healing. Um, and just because I don't suffer with anxiety disorder any longer doesn't mean that I never feel anxious. Right. Um, anxiety, like anxiousness is an emotion, just like I still feel sadness, even though I'm a life coach, I still feel I have down days 
You know, I experience depressions at times. Yep. Like I have all of the emotions. We are dynamic individuals yes. and we should have all of the emotions. Yes. If, I, if you're not, robotic. If you're not feeling all of the emotions, then um, you've probably built up some barriers between yourself and the outside world. And that's usually caused by emotional trauma. Yes. So what is that quote um, that courage is not the absence of fear? But rather that, Doing you know, things in spite of the fear. Yes, that what you're working towards is more important to you than mm-hmm. the fear, yeah. like what you're striving for, um, that that thing. And so planes, I don't particularly mm. care for flying. It's not my favorite form of travel. It's mm-hmm. it's my least favorite form of travel, actually. It's nice that um, it gets you there quickly. Yes. And you get to go places you wouldn't get but, to go otherwise. You know, that's, that's a whole nother thing. Because I'm like, after you've you've switched planes and you've oh, had gosh. the delays. And so you've had yep. a trip that was supposed to cut down your 14-hour flight. And then you just cut it down by like, and then you got there in eight hours. And so, you know, well, like, and whatever, you have whatever. to get to the airport like two to three hours before your flight. Yeah depending on where you're flying out of. It, it's a whole thing. It's you know? a whole thing. It, I could go off on a tangent, but I know there are <laughs> there are people that are sitting there like, I love flying. It's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, but I did have, you know, when I had the anxiety disorder, um, claustrophobia yeah. was another thing. Anything that made me feel out of control. Well, on a plane, what's more out of control <laughs> than being 30,000 feet in the air? Um, I can't just stop pull over and get out. You know, I am completely, you know, like at their disposal. And so that was I just trying not to think about it. Yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm just going to dissociate for the next right. three hours. Get back to me when we get there. Well, that was after I worked through the anxiety disorder, the big test was getting on a plane hmm. and I had to do it because I, I wanted to know, like yeah. I had one, a trip out to California and I'm not, I live in Alabama driving to California. No, thank you. Um, that's like three days. So I was like, I, I, I'm equipped with the tools now and you know, I did it and there was no panic attack, you know? Um, but I did have, I did feel the effects of it. Um, and now when I fly, it's not something that I do often enough to where I'm just completely numb to it. I don't fly enough to where I'm numb to it. But my husband just needed to fly to Nebraska for business and he asked me to go with him. And so that's the courage. The the thought of spending time with my husband, because we're both busy. Yeah. We've got three kids. We're both busy. The thought of spending time with my husband and being able to support him with, you know, his dreams and his business and his goals, that meant more to me than the, um, the uncomfortability that came with flying. So I was like, I'm going to be brave, you know, and every time I'm, you know, I'm good. And then it gets up to the time and I'm like, okay, you like psych yourself up. Yeah. You're like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So, and that's, that's the thing. Anxiety will tell you to run. Mm-hmm. to hide, to get away from it, to not do it. But every time you do that, every time you, um, you walk away with from something because you're scared, then you've basically solidified in your mind. You've told your brain that you're not strong enough to do that. Yep. And then it will remind you every time that you couldn't do that. Remember you couldn't do that. 
And then when you don't do it again, then you validate that thought process. Absolutely. So it's very important that you don't, um, you don't retreat that even though you're scared, you still do the thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's important to me. So I said, yes. And, um, so here's the thing about fear. Uh, I will talk to some people that are like, well, you know, I can't do what you do because you do all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I just do them, you know, despite the fear, despite mm -hmm. being scared, I do it and you can too. And that kind of brings me to how do we fight the fears? Yeah. Because you can fight the fears. Um, and I'm not talking about like sitting on your couch and forcing yourself to watch, you know, a scary like poltergeist or something. That's not, mm -mm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, the things in your life that halt you from moving forward. Right. Those are the fears that we're talking about. When, when you think about where you want to be. Yes. And what you want to do. These are desires. These are things that you want. And then the thing, the steps that you have to take to get there and you're stuck yes, and you can't move forward and you're terrified. And what are those fears and how do we work through those fears? Yes. And first and foremost, you're listening to everything that you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's so important that you eradicate the, I can't. Right. And well, because your body believes you. You believe. Yes. At what yes. you tell yourself, you believe. And yes. your body wants to serve you. Absolutely. And you think, well, I'm afraid of this. I can't do this. So your body says, you're right. Yeah. Your body's like the ultimate yes man. You're right. We'll do exactly that. So freak out. So I'll start. Mm -hmm. I'll start helping you freak out. Mm -hmm. I'll get, let's get in your head. Yep. Let's think back and bring up all the memories to mm -hmm. that event that scares you. And so that's what'll happen. So mm -hmm. when preparing, and you're spiraling, and you're the spiraling. mental spiral. So when preparing for this, I don't, I don't say I don't like it. I'm not looking forward to this. I'm, I don't want to do this. I'm scared of this. Mm -hmm. I. They may pop in my head, but I stop them. Yeah. Like I realize they're there and I stop them and I start focusing on the, the end goal, like the main objective of why I'm doing it. Yeah. And that's, what's really important. It's not to not think them, but to catch those thoughts and to catch those words and to really focus on the why and focus mm -hmm. on the goal. What is the goal? And, um, well, and when those thoughts come, then you, ha you can say, oh, these are terrifying. They're scaring the crap out of me. Or you can use them as an opportunity to come up with solutions. Okay. Yes. So I always, with my daughter, I'm like, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Yes. She was terrified to go to the dentist and what were we doing? She was getting a filling, terrified to get this filling. And Love, she loves the dentist. She loves her dentist. We have the most amazing dentist. He's so much fun. And I said, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? And she goes, I could die. And I said, well, um, I'm pretty sure he's never killed anyone because if he has, I don't think they would let him practice medicine anymore. I don't think he would be allowed to be a practicing dentist. So we're going to say that's very unlikely. Yeah. It's just a feeling. So um, knowing that's worst case scenario, and we're going to talk through the 
unlikelihood of that happening, then it calms that fear. Uh, Go to the absolute worst thing you could possibly think of. Okay, so the plane crashes and we all die. That's worst case scenario, right? (laughs) Worst case scenario. Yeah. Of course, this story would have the the worst case scenario. Yeah. That that really is the worst case scenario. It doesn't get worse than that. (laughs) Right. But did you die? Right. Well, worst case scenario well, in a in a plane, then yes, you, you okay. all die. Worst case scenario, that's what happens. Well, what's the likelihood of that happening? Yes. People fly every day. They do. And do planes crash? Yes. But so rarely. Oh, it's uh, the the car crashes. I mean, you can look up the the probability between the two yes. and that it's absurd you're more likely to die from a car accident than you are to yes, die from a plane it, crash it's nuts right so truly and working through yeah. worst case that's actually really really healthy i mean yeah. i know you're thinking right now these chicks don't know what we're talking about because the plane <laughs> crash is scary but no we're serious like when you experience yeah. the fear truly in your brain going to worst case yep. and, and then rewrite it with logic and rewrite it with logic is so so mm-hmm. valuable is yeah. such a valuable tool to have yeah. and then you know working with a gratitude so for me when the thoughts would come up it's well i get to spend a whole weekend alone with my husband like i have parents that are willing and excited to take care of my kids mm-hmm. and not everyone has that yep um we have an opportunity here and all of these things and you just start talking about the gratitude and you can feel your body shift yep. so that's that's what i do um and then you know as i prepared for the plane um, it, they make me a little queasy. There's air sickness. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a thing. So I make sure you be prepared Yep. when you have the fears, be prepared. I'm concerned that I might get nauseated. Yes. Okay. So what am I going to do? Yes. I'm going to take some mints or yes. I'm going to, you know, for, I, I love essential oils. And so I take some essential oils yes. for my, for my stomach or some peppermint to, to smell or whatever. Yes. Um, like, but, Take something that you know works yes, for pack, you. Pack a snack. Um, well, after you go through. Have you seen? You through. Have you seen that? There's an old school YouTube video that talks about um, Dramamine. Yeah. Do it, and it's she calls it drama mine. Yeah, drama. It, it keeps the drama mine. It, <laughs> it keeps, keeps it from being other people's mine. drama. And so I'm like, it's so true. If, if you need to do the whole Dramamine thing and knock yourself out and sleep the then whole flight, which I take some motion sickness, but I take the non-drowsy because I actually want to enjoy the time that I right. have with my husband. <laughs> um, but do that and, you know, just plan ahead. I had to get up at 3 a.m. Yeah. to be there Oof. and because the flight was leaving at like 515. Mm. So I know. Um, I'm not going to have a huge cup of coffee at 3 a.m. because I've already got, you know, I'm already nervous and I'm like, I'm not going to upset my stomach and all this kind of stuff. So I plan ahead. Okay. You know, know what scares me? Plain poops. Yeah. Plain poops. I'm going to the bathroom on a plane, period. (laughs) I'm always so afraid that I'm going to have to poop when I'm on the plane. No, no kidding. Or or that I'm going to wind up with a stomach ache because I won't let myself poop on the plane. And nerves. Yeah. You're already nervous. Oh, just (laughs) plain potties. Okay. Just just plain potties. Like, I'm not even like (laughs) a nervous peer, but I swear I will go and then I'm like, five minutes until i'm like hey when uh-huh. when are we loading how much time uh-huh. i probably should go again oh, I, <laughs> like i will race to the bathroom to avoid yep. that plane toilet yep and it's so claustrophobic it's, it's so tiny in there it's, it's I'm like, just are we not supposed fun. to pee in a sardine can it's just not like, fun mm-mm. so 
plan, you know, plan ahead. <laughs> That's for the fear, plan ahead. So I was smart. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to have a coffee at this time. Like I'm, I know I'm going to be nervous already. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit there and eat. There's just what people can eat at five o'clock in the morning was just blowing my mind I saw, as I was walking through the airport. I saw somebody get like, um, what is it? Not, uh, it's Chinese food. It's that yeah. fast food, Chinese food. I yeah. can't think of like Panda name. Express. It, Panda Express. That's what it was. And two big containers of Panda Express at like six o'clock in the yes. morning. And, and I'm looking. I, granted, I, these might be whoa. people that work all night. So that's their dinner. Well, but and maybe they're traveling ooh. internationally and that, you know, I don't know. They've already done breakfast, lunch, and this dinner. Who knows? But my stomach was turning as I was walking there. I'm like, listen, I'm going to eat light. Mm -hmm. I planned. Like, I'm going to eat light. I'm going to drink water. Like, I'm going until my insides wake up a little Mm -hmm. bit from getting up at 3 Mm -hmm. a.m. So I'm just plan. Yeah. Plan ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, I always pack snacks. Yes. Just plan. Um, And then I got on the plane. And, you know, they have have to tell you the door is (laughs) closing. Well, and that's yes. always the part that used to get me mm-hmm. was that's the moment that my mind would say, okay, you're no longer in control. You can't leave. Mm-hmm. The door is closed. I am now You've at the mercy of your the captain ability. and the crew. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that when I know I can feel it like a wave starts down and it comes mm-hmm. over me and I'm like, and I tell myself, you're okay. Yeah. And the next thing I do, um, I breathe. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to walk you through this, uh, this breathing technique. I've talked about it before, but repetition is key. And this is what Navy SEALs use to calm their nerves. And they do this daily. Um, I think we have a YouTube tutorial. We have a YouTube tutorial about this as well, but it's uh, box breathing. And so I do this and it's so effective and it's so easy to remember because there's different breathing techniques out there and some might be the four, seven, eight breathing and that's right. But this one is just four, 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 four. Mm -hmm. So it's a box. So you're breathing in through the nose with a count of four. So it's, and you want to breathe in like diaphragmatic breathing. So you feel your, your lower belly expand out as you're breathing. So you're not just like... You want your belly to expand. Okay, when I when, when I breathing. do it with kids, I tell them to lay on their back and make their belly into a mountain. Yes, and then make it into a valley. So and make it into a mountain. I will valley. actually put my stomach because I'm sitting up in a plane, mm-hmm. but I'll put my hand on my stomach. Mm-hmm. And so you want to feel your hand like push out. Mm-hmm. You know that you're breathing correctly. So you do that to a count of four, and then you hold for four counts. So you're breathing in through the nose, count to four, and then you hold. One, two, three, four. Then you're going to release it out of your mouth for a count of four. So it's. And then you hold that after that for four. One, two, three, four. So then you start over breathing in through the nose for the count of four. Hold for four. Mm -hmm. Release out of the mouth for four and hold for a count of four. And you're going to do that over just for a couple of minutes over as, and over and as over long again. as it takes for you to feel calm for you to you feel will. calm and mm-hmm. that's what every time every time I can feel that wave come over mm-hmm. that's what I do and it calms the body and after that moment after I have calmed down then I pray 
And so prayer is a form of meditation. So any type of meditation that you want to do, um, whether it's just sitting quietly, whether it's, you know, putting something in and listening to a guided, Mm -hmm. but I just use that time and I pray and I just work through a prayer and really just connect my spirit, you know, and my mind and my heart in one accord and fight through that fear. And after I've done that, every time I'm just like, and I turn to my husband <laughs> and I'm, we can talk. Yeah. Then, like I just have to get to that moment, get through that, that phase. And I turn to him and, and I'm good, you know, and if any point throughout, cause we experience turbulence, yeah. I don't love turbulence mm-hmm. either. Um, I'll repeat the process. So, you know, always, you can always come back to your breath, whatever, you know, wherever you're at, if your fear is heights, you know, and you're, you're climbing up and, you know, you're on a mountain, maybe, you know, you're on vacation and, you know, you, they want you to come see the view. It's the altitude change that always gets me. That's do your breathing. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can, when you can feel it coming on, your body will let you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just that someone has like a panic attack and it comes out of nowhere. Your body starts giving you signs. Right. Um, and you will start like your breathing will become shallow. And part of what causes Erratic. the anxiety is the lack of oxygen. The lack so of oxygen. your yes. blood doesn't have enough oxygen. Your brain doesn't have enough oxygen. And as you do that box breathing, you are giving your body enough time to Absolutely. absorb the oxygen that you're bringing in. Absolutely. And that's part of the reason why it's so important to take it in through the nose. Yes. Because it slows everything down enough for you to absorb more of that oxygen. Absolutely. So you're getting signs Mm -hmm. that erratic breathing. That's a sign. Uh, The heart palpitations. That's a sign. The whenever you feel like that flood coming up, like in your the wave hits your body. I get the cold sweats. Yes. The cold sweats. Those are all signs. Your body is telling you, hey, Mm -hmm. hey, we're we're uncomfortable. We're all in here. We're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Do something. Fight or flight. Fight Fight or flight. flight. Mm -hmm. Um, So then working with your body and. Listen, I was, uh, I had to change planes. So that's four flights and I did it on every flight and I was okay. Like I was, I got, I read a book. I was able to read. I watched my greatest, great British baking show that I had downloaded. That's awesome. My absolute favorite. (laughs) And every time that you can show yourself that you, that you can do it, that you can survive these situations that are hard, then you begin to believe that Absolutely. and the situation becomes less and less and less intense over time. Absolutely. So before I was, I would be in my head for months about the flight and now mm-hmm. it's okay. I say yes to it. And you know, the day before the mm-hmm. day of, I realize, Oh, I'm getting on the plane, but that's, that's so to me, just yeah. such a great win yeah. as opposed to before. And if I flew regularly, you know, it would be even better. But like Warren said, every time you do it, mm-hmm. you've solidified to your brain. You can do this. Um, she did this. Yep. Here's the example. You know, I have a friend who used to call it dope, D-O-P-E, mm-hmm. dread of planned events. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we all we all experience that. But just like anything else with mindset, the more you say things to yourself, the more you practice them, the more you believe them. So if you start using phrases like dope, yeah, 
and you start believing that you have this dread of any planned event that's coming, then your anxiety is going to go through the yeah. roof. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I can't believe I have to do. I don't want to do be it. So awful. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things. Mm-hmm. You're you're hyping yourself up in the wrong way. Absolutely. Um. So. Yeah. It can go. You, Anything you feed gets stronger. Anything you practice gets stronger. And so if you're living in an existence where you have practiced being really anxious and you're really good at being really anxious, but you don't want to be anxious anymore, then let's start practicing something else. Yeah. Stop practicing saying. There you go. (laughs) Won't that be the first step? Yeah. Maybe we'll just stop talking about it. Maybe we'll just say something different, change our dialogue. Yes. We can totally do that. If you have questions about fear, if you're working through something right now, uh, we have both overcome so much fear. I used to be terrified of water. And so I became a lifeguard. It happened. It worked. I am not going to be a pilot. (laughs) You're not going to be a pilot. (laughs) Not going to be a pilot. (laughs) Uh, There are lots of things that we uh, can help you work through if you are interested in chatting about it. But um, thank you, Sunny. Yes for sharing your lovely plane story yes. with us. I'm glad that you had a good trip. Yes. You came back safely. The plane did not crash. It did not no crash. No worst case scenarios here. No worst case scenarios. <laughs> I did read my book and I did watch my great pretty British, British baking yeah. mm-hmm. show. The Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Is that what it is? That you know, one? It's really <laughs> hard for Americans to say that. <laughs> um, and I did have conversation. Just to keep in mind, these are why my husband was resting, okay? It wasn't like he was sitting there trying to talk to me. And I'm like, shh. I'm, 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 I'm watching Paul Hollywood, you know, talk about their soggy bottom bread. No, oh, um, come on. You guys have been married for like, what, 21 years 21 almost. Years. And um, so it's not like you haven't gotten comfortable just being near each other without yeah. talking. No, it was when the point when he was like, <sighs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going exactly. to put the headphones on now. Oh, so fantastic. All righty. Well, um, thank you. For showing up today. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us here. We would love to talk to you. We would love to hear your questions, yeah. whether they're related to fear or mindset or nutrition or fitness or any um, questions. Really anything. Mind, Mental body, health. Self. Yep. We got you. Uh, and we will answer them here on the show. So we hope to hear from you and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye.